Good morning, Kesha. Good morning. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. You've, you've been to the gym already? I've, I've worked out already. Today is my outdoor. Well, I like okay. to be outside. Okay. I guess I didn't mean you. I guess I didn't mean like you've been to the gym and did nothing. I meant like you Work worked out. out. Yeah. Because I guess I, I guess that's the truth. You could say to somebody, oh, so you've been to the gym. You could say, yeah, I drove up, looked at it, drove away. <laughs> contemplated going in and decided today's not the day. <laughs> you, you know, I am a big steps. believer in steps. <laughs> steps. That might be somebody's step to greatness is that they actually got out of the bed and uh, and went. Yeah, so I stayed up a little later than normal. And uh, so when I woke up this morning, my goal, I had a pretty good dream too, but my determination and goal is that when I'm up, I get up, right? I'm like, I'm up, let's go. And this morning, I didn't wake up before my alarm, so the alarm went off, and I, I laid there, and I was like, oh, this feels so good. And I was like, get up. You don't have to, like, do the whole, like, you know, snap out of it and get going, because if I don't get this in in the morning, my mind is just not, you know, it's not at the, the extraordinary sharp level. It's just at the excellent sharp level. <laughs> well, as we know, uh, what? Great is only good. So you need to have, you need good. to be outstanding. You got to be outstanding. Yep. So I woke up today to be outstanding. I like it. That's, um, that's so I sent you this thing. I, I just want to talk about it because I thought it was really good. The balloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain it to everybody who, who is listening to us. So, of course, they have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, I know. So I'm going to explain it. So I saw this in one of my, um, in the virtual uh, uh, group on Facebook. And it was about, um, should I just read it? We've time. We've got 31 minutes. Go for it. Okay. A wise teacher once brought balloons to school, told her pupils to blow them up and write their name on one. After the children tossed their balloons into the hall, the teacher moved through the hall, mixing them all up. The kids were given five minutes to find the balloon with their name on it. But though they searched frantically, no one found their own balloon. Then the teacher told them to take the balloon closest to them and give it to the person whose name was on it. In less than two minutes, everyone was holding their own balloon. The teacher said to the children, these balloons are like happiness. We won't find it when we're only searching for our own. But if we care about someone else's happiness, it will ultimately help us find our own. I thought that was such a good inspiration for today. I hope I, that inspires our, our listeners. Yeah, no, I like that one. But, you know, we share a lot of memes and silliness with each other, but I think that is a, that is a meaningful one. It is, because like when you go through life, if you go through life only looking at the impact that people make on you, or maybe the impact that you think you make on others, then you lose, right? That, that like I always tell you, like the incomplete story. You only have an incomplete story. Right. But, you know, happiness, think about how mutually reciprocal it is. That one kid had to look for the, just pick up the balloon, right? And then they had to go give that balloon to the person close to them. In exchange, though, the person who found their balloon also had to go give, you know, had to bring, say, your balloon to you. So it's the, 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 the process of giving and then receiving. So I'm a giver. And ironically, givers have a harder time receiving because 
innately, I want to be in a place of making people happy. I give, I give, I give, you know? And, and so I've learned over time how to better receive and appreciate the things that are given to me. Sure. I think I'm probably a giver as well. Uh, maybe not, but I think I am. I, yeah. I, I appreciate, I think I, my giving is I like, I like helping somebody. Yeah. I like seeing their success through and that, and um, I guess to some extent I, I, I like uh, helping them along the way if I can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm helping a few people at the moment with looking for new opportunities uh, in their careers or in their businesses. And um, yeah, that gives me a certain amount of personal satisfaction and joy and satisfaction. Right. It's about, you know, so much why we have this, that our, our, our project, our great corporate thought forward endeavor, because it really is about, you know, enhancing people's lives and helping other people enhance their lives and, pe- and the lives of people around them. It makes for greater communities. So, you know, my sister would say this whenever there's a crisis, go look for the helpers. Because there's, you know, there's, everybody has a different role. You're definitely a helper. And, uh, and so that, that's a great, um, a giver helper. But in any time <laughs> there's something going on, you look for the helpers. The helpers are the ones who go and pull out their sewing machines and make masks. You know, I'm the giver who goes, looks for maybe opportunities to help do that or fund that. So I will send you the resources to the helpers <laughs> and then they go and do, you know, their thing. And, and when we live in a society that truly works like that, it is, it is, it's amazing. Uh, the great things that we can do together. Right. No, I think that is very true. And so you brought it up. So that is sort of where we are taking corporate thought, the uh, the events side, and what we want to accomplish. I mean, we talk, we've talked about it on, on this podcast. We've talked about it on um, the Corporate Thought Podcast. But the idea of creating or helping to shape what a 21st century leader looks like Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I truly believe that a huge aspect of that uh, in order to achieve certain amounts of, of greatness is that ability to work together to help one another, like you do with the balloons, like, you know, sharing uh, sharing with one another to, to help solve a problem, to create, like you said, your happiness uh, comes from from your, I guess, t- team environment is... Um, and I, and I think of silly sayings that I saw when I was much younger. Yeah. Like, uh, like I think I said to you, you know, that I don't know when I first saw this, but I know it's it's dumb and it's been well repeated. But you can't something like you can't soar with eagles when you fly with turkeys. But right. Um, right. that forms the basis of where we're going. I mean, we've talked about this idea of creating peer groups, of yeah. bringing, of providing an opportunity for people who have. Um, certain amount of ambition and um and goals before them but they want to be a better leader they want to they want to lead in a uh in a just and proper way and by bringing them together um they can they can feed off of one another they can they can learn from one another they can grow from one another and if we can provide the the avenue and the platform for that to to happen and that's uh, that's exactly on point. Yep, I agree. I agree. And and to be able to be, especially in this day and age, um, needing to be, you know, the the need to be in smaller groups. But 
and yet still make an impact. So they're either we're doing things virtually or in smaller groups so we can still make an impact in the world because regardless of how we are sometimes um, blindsided by various things in life, a pandemic, a life experience, or whatever it is, life still moves forward. And creating places where we are able to still do that together, grow forward together, develop where we are in this present time, right? It's not about being stagnant because something happened, but how or, or the what and why of moving forward in our lives and surround ourselves with people who help us do that. So today I was listening to um, a book and, and, and the quote that I heard was, um, you can't, you can't be, you can't hang with the chosen with the basement mentality. So okay. basically, you know, like, and chosen meaning like leaders or a group of people that are doing well. And, and I also want to preface, I think that sometimes the pressure of people thinking that doing well means being perfect. I think doing well is a pursuit of doing well with even with the things that are our weaknesses. You know, we're able to see those. We're able to do well better and understand just who we are as whole people instead of trying to fragment our lives in these perfect blocks um, that are hard to truly uh, attain to or, or stay in, sustain. Sure. No, it's, um, <clears throat> no one's perfect. Right. So. But understanding where understanding where those limitations are, and then and then and then tackling them. But I think that's also part of you can you can learn to overcome some of those limitations when you have um, people you can model uh, behaviors yes. on. So mm -hmm. if you the problem is to your point about the basement mentality or 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 the turkeys in my analogy is if you are surrounded by people who likewise either suffer from the same from the same limitation or are more limited than than not, um, you don't rise. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you are surrounded by people who you aspire to be more like or to model yourself on, and everyone ha everyone has those characteristics. So if you put this interesting group of people together, and they all have different skill sets where they excel, and other skill sets where they maybe don't, then hopefully all the the positive rises up, and they and they learn from from one another. Yeah. And so they, but, but in fairness, you have to be willing to recognize your own limitations and your own and 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 where you are at, and where you lack. If mm -hmm. you don't have the um, the humility to be able to recognize and and admit those things, yeah, then it's likely you'll never be able to to grow out of those. Yeah, and that's good that what you said about being able to grow out of growing out of what those are. Um, and as you say, the steps, you know, that, that we celebrate, well, cause it's good because oftentimes we're, we're, we're not celebrating our steps, sure. you know, like, like, so, you, you know, we just finished building out our location on Granby street. And I remember when I walked in the door, <laughs> not knowing what was ahead of me, <laughs> but sure. celebrating steps. COVID days. Huh? Like, yes, that at the beginning of the build-out, when I walked through the door and the walls were up, I had there was such a sense of celebration because you know we started in this warehouse that had no bathroom, all this empty space, and then when they came and started putting the walls up, where I could define like where the front was, where the baking studio was going to be, where um, 
where the kitchen was, I was like near tears. So I think it's important to celebrate the steps. Right? Yeah. No, absolutely. And those steps make a huge make make a huge difference. I mean, some people will give up before they ever start, or they're so they don't know where to start. So they get so caught up in their own mind over um, either having to plan or uh, or or just being overwhelmed that they don't take that single step. So you know, right. like you said, right. if, if if you're thinking about going to the gym but you can't quite get there, but you get up. But you, you know, you, you, and you stop at the coffee machine. Well, whatever. If you put on your, if you put on your workout gear, if you, yeah. you know, I, I know it sounds so stupid, but for some yeah. people, it really is just, just getting going. Mm-hmm. And if every day they add one more little step to it, maybe a, a micro step. That's why I like that, um, that book, Atomic Habits. Yeah. And he doesn't, he does, uh, James Clear, uh, you know, basically suggests on the, on the back of other, on other research and other, and other books. Um, you don't need to make giant leaps forward every day that become hard to sustain. You mm-hmm. just make a small and an, an atomic sized step. Mm-hmm. And the next day you add another tiny little piece to that. Yeah. And ultimately you, you get to where you want to go because it just becomes part of your routine and your habit as opposed to, you know, huge monstrous stuff that becomes so difficult to achieve or you give up on so quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so and, and it's the same as I think a lot of the things and hindrances that happen in our minds, that's what makes those steps effective, right? Because the decision to go, making the steps to go, and I think you've got to build on those steps. So if I made the step to go to the gym, let's just say the analogy that I, I got to the front door, and I know that may be crazy for some people, they're like, why didn't you go in? But I know people who've literally gotten to the door and didn't go in. Like, that's why I laugh because I'm like, I, I know you have done that. And as long as you build on that, because you don't know their fears, whatever they are, and what for different people, they may seem ridiculous to some, but they're real to others who have them, is that they have to build on it, right? You've got to keep, you've got to continue to, to like, this is as far as I got today, tomorrow, and I'll go this far. You've got to build on it, not just constantly, like, you know, a year of going to the gym and just getting to the door I don't I don't know um, how effective that is which is also why I think it's good to surround yourself by people who are, are looking to achieve similar goals or on the same mission as you you know yes um, and we I, just, think, I think yeah, that's but, right I think I think having people like you know surrounding yourself with the right people I, I know I've given you the analogy that when um, because I like I like cycling and when I ride with with cyclists who are much better than than I am and I know they're better than me, but I push myself to keep up with them that my overall riding ability improves because I have, I have pushed myself in the, in, the, in the peer group that I find myself in on a bicycle. Yes. Uh, other times I, I don't do that and it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But if I want to achieve, if I want to be faster, if I want to be stronger, if I want to do these things, uh-huh. surrounding myself with those people results in, in my marked improvement yeah um so i think the same thing to anything else you're trying to achieve if you if you have a peer group of people who you i don't want to say idolize that's not the point but if you if you want to emulate certain aspects of of what they do or model on 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 their things and they can find things about you to model on then you can build a peer group of people who really do support one another who really do help each other grow and the Mm -hmm. and the 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 group in 
in total will, you know, it's that it's that uh, rising tide lifts all boats kind of idea. Yes, yes, which I love that quote. I I, I love it, but definitely, uh, it's true. And what it does is it takes you out of like that that pl- your comfort zone, right? Like you said, like that you know you're going to be pushed, and you may feel like you're a little broken. I told my team yesterday, I was like, I know that sometimes working here feels like we're preparing for the Olympics. And one of one of uh, our team members, she looked at me and she was like, I'm telling you. <laughs> but at the same time, I also understand from having different experiences and going to certain of other like pastry shops or whatever, that I know what 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 good, which is now mediocre, looks like, and for them to leave the the place where they are now, to leave my company and go to another company, I want them to show up well, you know, by of have adding value. So pushing them also causes them to excel. And though it may push them out of their comfort zone when they want to do something else, it's also challenging. She was like, it's opened me up to my own potential. So does, does your team of people, um, do they support each other in that? So they're working, they're, 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 they're pastry chefs. And, yeah. they're, and so they're, they're working in the, same, in the same essential product every day, although they, might be, they may have skill sets within, within their abilities. Each one may be slightly different. But do they support each other? Do they like, do, does each one just have like it, their projects and that's all they do? Or do they work together? I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, right. So they work together. And what I've done is, so sometimes you go in a place and you'll bake the same thing over and over. Each person rotates through each product. So no one is comfortable only in making the one thing. Okay. Um, and, and in that, you know, yes, they definitely step in and they, and I've, they've learned to articulate, Hey, I, can you, can you help me, um, you know, in their deficiency so we can be efficient and how we execute things. And that's something that we've um, really be, I've become much more diligent on this year um, and like really dial it down the efficiencies and people communicating their needs within a group. Because sometimes even when you're in a team, you want to be like, I got this, I got this, right? The independent, the, the dependent independent superstar is what I call it. Like they need, <laughs> they need, you know, they're there to execute the work, but then they're, then when they're getting in the weeds, they don't articulate or say, Hey, can you help me just fin- help me finish this, whatever, right? So I can move on to the next task, especially if another team member is done and vice versa. Um, ones, who may not, ones who may not necessarily reach out. There are some who reach out and naturally will be like, can I, do you need help? And some who will see somebody need help and then won't say anything. They'll be like, oh, she's got it, you know? So just kind of really um, in that dynamic of team, understanding how they work well and it it takes time i've done that well and i've done that not so well sure. you know at different times so um so they truly are they're not they're not a group of um so i used to say this when i was uh practicing law in a law firm mm-hmm. and i always said that um and and, and I, I love when i find examples that aren't like this but i i often will say and i know other lawyers will agree with me that law firms are truly just a lot of them are loose confederations of soul practitioners. <laughs> right? Good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. They come together for <laughs> some purpose, but they're but they compete with each other. They're working independently. There's not and then you see less often firms that are truly teams, that they truly work cohesively. Mm-hmm. Even within 
and I don't mean like on one case, but I mean truly across across areas. It doesn't matter if you're um, a tax lawyer or a litigator or uh, you know uh, what you do, Mm -hmm. or a real estate attorney. You they find a way to support one another and really build that team. And it sounds, and I love the firms that are like that. In fact, I interviewed a team like that uh, on the Corporate Thought Podcast uh, last year sometime. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think, I think that's a little rare, unfortunately. That's just not the way that law firms are traditionally set up. And um, so I I think there's something to to be learned from that. But I think it's good to see it in, uh, in the in the setting of a pastry shop or in other settings, like I've always suggested, you don't just learn from the people in the same industry that you're in. In fact, exactly. that, sometimes that's how you get more bad yeah. habits. Mm-hmm. Right? It's better to say, "Oh, hey, if we could apply lessons learned from from um, Kish's business, which has nothing to do with the practice of law, to that's how, the how of people, yeah, to how you run a law firm, there's so much right. similarity." even though people would say, oh my gosh, that's so different. Right, because what we're talking about are, um, are, are people, are, are human, we're humans, you know, we're humans doing a work. So ultimately, I think you have to be intentional sometimes because if I say I'm a team player, doesn't mean that in a large organization, everybody's going to be a team player because they need to. I think that some companies really need to facilitate how that works. And when you don't, you get a natural say that the the whatever the thing you said about you know <laughs> about sole proprietors in it oh the, a, a loose confederation of sole proprietors <laughs> yeah so that's what <laughs> but that's what you get and and you have to be intentional about setting your culture for those things um because and and, and understanding those human dynamics you know like pushing through when it's tough or when I tell my team on weeks when it's really, really, we've got a ton of projects or orders or whatever, but I know that at some point we're going to hit that tired place. And when you get to the place of tired, there are things that you do if you don't discipline your emotions, right? You might say some, some crazy remark. You'll get easily offended, more easily offended than you would have before when it wasn't as busy because you're, you're tired and you're pushing. And, and I think it's good to know yourself and, and that kind of deficit. Yeah. So, um, and and they and those, we've had, definitely had those times during COVID. I mean, we've had some trying times. It's actually made our team stronger because of it. And that's why I say that you know all things that are challenging are not bad. We have a tendency sometimes as humans, and I think more in today's society to avoid the pain of being uncomfortable, the pain of confrontation, the pain of needing to work through differences, the pain of that. But getting through that is where you get to the good. Oh yeah. I mean, and and. I, well, I believe that the companies that will come out of this COVID situation stronger are the ones who take the opportunity to say, okay, you know, let's look at the situation. What, what, what do, like you talked about how this year you're spending time on, on how you, on how your team works together. I Mm -hmm. think finding those, those, finding those opportunities to take this challenge that we all collectively face and figure out how, how your business can uh, can not only just weather it, I'm not really just getting by because of of of, of help, sure. but how you can actually succeed despite it. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you can succeed in times of turmoil, then when life gets a little bit easier, uh, you know, you're 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 just absolutely flying. 
So you, yeah. you build up resilience, you build up um, endurance, you, you know, and, and, and you learn from one another. Um, mm-hmm. You're finding those, those, those opportunities to, to be that much stronger mm-hmm. and, and uh, as a team. And I think those are the ones that are succeeding. The, the others that say, oh my gosh, the world, is fall- the, the world is collapsing around me and I can't, you know, do things the way I used to do them can't find, can't even take steps to, to achieve differences. Those are the ones that you go, ah, well, that business was interesting. Too bad they're not going to make it. (laughs) Right. Right. And, and then even, um, learn and grow from that. I saw this quote on, it was on Instagram. It says, I don't, and then I posted it on one of my posts. I don't, I don't fail. I just transition. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. And and so because in in that vein you're you're learning right you're transitioning to to the next thing that that may work. Um, this week, uh, a friend of ours shared a podcast thing about Tim Grover's book Relentless. Right. And um, and I thought it was really I thought it was really great about um, like you said the resilience that comes and then being the relentlessness that comes out of places of being challenged or tried why it's good to have groups of people like um, what we're talking about and forward where you um, have those moments where, because that's where it's developed, the tenacity, the resiliency, the relentlessness is developed in groups of people who you can present ideas to challenge your ideas or even encourage your ideas. Oh, absolutely. I, I've, I've, I went back this week and started rereading a book, even though I have new books to read, like the one you just gave me, uh, the Bob Iger, uh, biography, yes. autobiography. However, uh, before I read that, I went back to reread a book that I realized I needed to revisit and get more out of. And that was um, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan yeah. Holiday. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that fits very well into what you're talking about, right? Because, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing. I, on, when I um, have conversations with entrepreneurs and thought leaders on, on the Corporate Thought Podcast, um, I used to talk about their failures. And I realize I'm not going to call them failures anymore. Um, so I have switched to calling them obstacles. Um, that's and good. That's be- yeah. And it's because you, if you learn something, you know what, there is a failure. If you, if something goes the wrong way and you don't learn anything from it and mm-hmm. you just rinse and repeat and keep failing. Okay. Yeah. But if you take that challenge, if you take that, that, that thing and you learn from it and you grow from it and you apply the experience from it, um, and as he says, you know, the obstacle is the way, um, you know, you actually seek out those obstacles because, mm-hmm. those, because overcoming those obstacles shapes, shapes where your business is going, shapes where you are going as a person and makes you stronger, more resilient, but actually um, builds and, and, and finds, the, uh, finds your niches. If sure. it's all super, super easy, then when tough, t- when tough times come, you crumble. Yeah, you're like you're like chaff in the wind. You're like like you know the, the paper that you try that flies out of your car. You're trying to get. <laughs> yes, exactly. And every so time you get closer, it goes further away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, totally, totally. It is. It becomes. Um, you know, I have been. You know, you you sh- and it's good to say that. Yeah, the, you're you may have failed in something, but it doesn't make you a failure until you right. absolutely give up. And, um, and, and so I think that's very appropriate. And I'm, and, and I am hoping that some of the lessons learned in there will be applied to what we do with, um, 
with forward, which is what we're calling uh, the the product. If you, I don't like the word product. The uh, I'm, I'm actually I'm thinking about this on the spot. The, yeah, you know, yeah. The adventure of, of life is how, yes. how I see that. You you move forward in the adventure of life, and that encompasses your personal and professional, um, right? Yeah, and that's what we're trying to bring to our to our fellow adventurers. What we're trying to bring to the people who who participate in um, in our corporate thought events with us, who come to our dinners of strangers, who then want to grow to the next level and and form peer groups and share their information with one another and with us and and, and become a collective of of good intel. Yeah. And, 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 and ways to overcome those obstacles. Mm-hmm. So that's what, that's what I feel like we're building with this. I think that's what we're building with this audience. Um, I think we're hopefully sharing bits of information and useful, useful tidbits and things to think about. People walk yeah. away from these 31 minutes with new ideas. If nothing else, at least a book to read or a, or a, a, a meme to think about or something else. <laughs> and some good laugh. And some good laughs. (laughs) You know, laughter is good for the soul. No question about it. (laughs) So I hope that you have a, uh, an amazing, fantastic and outstanding day today, Kisha. You as well, Mark. Awesome. I will, I will, uh, as we're at 30, as we're trying to be good about sticking to our 31 minutes, I will talk to you later. Okay. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye.